If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. You're listening to the Nintendo Powercast, episode 293. I'm your host, N64 Josh, player two on this very special episode. None other than Vani Zugs. What's going on, buddy? Sorry, man. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I loved that intro. I loved it so much. <laughs> he, just, he just looked like a deer in the headlights right there for a second. Like, oh, this is happening. This this is happening, and that is true. This is happening. So, the music you're hearing is from On Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. And if you'd like to get my book, head on over to n64josh.com slash another castle. If you want to hear me read it to you, n64josh.com slash audible. And that'll be free if you've never signed up for Audible before. I also want to mention the Satisfy Grip. I've been playing a lot of Fortnite handheld recently, and the Satisfy Grip has been a lifesaver for me. You can head on over to n64josh.com slash switch grip to check that out. Also, they're running a Kickstarter for... They're basically going to be in competition with Control Freak, and they're making some pretty, pretty cool... Uh, these little like stick risers, you know, so you get a little extra, extra control, a little added control. You can check that out on Kickstarter. Lastly... I got a, my store, guys. I've been telling you about my store over and over again, but now it's got Nintendo, like Nintendo Switch accessories, kids games that I recommend, must own Switch games, and all the tools I use for content creation. You can head on over to n64josh.com slash Amazon to check that out. With that, let's get to the announcements. Hey, the Animal Crossing podcast just had a new episode come out. You can check that out wherever you listen to podcasts. Smash Bros. cast is going strong, and we're starting a Smash Bros. league. So jump into the Discord to find out more info for that. N64josh.com slash Discord. We've also got Mario Kart happening Monday and Friday nights on twitch.tv slash N64josh. And I got to tell you guys, I'm, I'm still putting out more and more YouTube videos and it's over at youtube.com slash n64josh. I've got I've got Mario Kart. I've got Smash Bros. with no commentary. And these are kind of designed for you to put on for your, your your kids or just in the background if you don't want somebody, you know, yelling and, and sounding like a <laughs> like a crazy person like most YouTubers do. Um, that's what it's designed for. But I've taken it a step further and I've found some of the coolest places in Animal Crossing. And I'm just recording half hour sessions of the music maybe the waves crashing rain the waterfalls the wind in the trees they're pretty cool i've had a handful of people reach out and tell me like yo this helped me fall asleep thank you so much for this so you can check that out on my youtube channel as well and with that we're gonna get into our interview vani we met let's talk about when we, how we met oh god oh no <laughs> 
how did we meet, Vani? What did you? What? Did, what was the first thing you said to me? You found me on TikTok, and what did you say? Oh, I remember <laughs> it very well because I felt so bad afterwards because I didn't. <laughs> Like I meant it as a compliment, but after I read it back, I was like, oh, that sounded so bad. Um, <laughs> I commented something like, how do you look 25 and 50 at the same exact time? <laughs> yes, that's what he said to me. How do you look 25 and 50 at the same time? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, so I like, I have a very like, I, cause I never know who's trolling. I never, you know, so I have a, I, my, my usual comeback is really. I'll just come back with really because it's 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 not super aggressive and it will typically bring somebody back to the comment to question again or to answer again, which then boosts the video and the algorithm. So I I'm 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 you know, it's it's very calculated, all of my responses, but we actually kind of just hit it off like we just started chatting. Yeah, no, it was it it went it kind of just took off from there. And I'm glad you actually talked to me because like. Like I said, I, I felt like I came off as a dick <laughs> initially, and I, that was not the intention. And I'm, I actually, it was actually a compliment, but it, it did not come off like that. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. I, I got a kick out of it. So, um, and and the rest has kind of just been history. We just been, we've been, uh, we've been chatting mostly via TikTok and like. Uh, you know, throwing ideas each other's way and just kind of, you know, critiquing videos and, and you, you had some stuff just completely pop off. Like, you know, I think, I think when we met, you were at like 25,000 followers maybe. And then yeah, it, was, it was a while ago. And now you're like 135, right? Like it's, yep. it, it's crazy. It's crazy the way you can just grow so quickly there. So, uh, so yeah, it's been, it's just been, it's been a it's been a short but kind of a, a fun little ride. We've played a little bit of Call of Duty together. We've well, we did some <laughs> yeah. Among Us last night on uh, on on stream, and and that was that was fun. So yeah, we should do that again for sure. It's a lot of fun. This show is we get to th- we get to hear about your history with with Nintendo, you know, with with gaming, and so we're just gonna we're just gonna jump jump right into it. What what is your what's your history with with Nintendo specifically? Like, do you have like a console Christmas you can tell us about or or anything like that? Oh, man. Uh, so actually, my very first console was I think it was the Sega Genesis. Uh, it was whatever. Okay, wait a minute. The, what? The, what? OK, now, hold, the, on, like, hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, sorry. I, I misspelled Nintendo apparently, and you thought <laughs> I said Sega. Okay. No. Okay. So the first one was Sega, right? Um, <laughs> that was because my my parents were like blown away by like Sonic's graphics or whatever. Um, <laughs> but like honestly, none of us really played it much. So they they went and sold it, and then that's when we got the Nintendo, and then we all started playing Super Mario, and it just kind of became a family. Uh, competition to see you know who could get further in Mario and like by like Super Mario 2 or whatever like I was beating my parents so that's when they actually quit gaming because they were getting beat by a six-year-old and <laughs> they were not happy <laughs> so what was it like when they brought that system home were you like were you guys were you, were you pretty stoked like how how did, how did that go oh man that was I mean that was uh, beginning of the end um i my it was my sister and I um share, we shared Christmas and when we got the Nintendo we just lost it we uh 
I, oh man, we didn't we didn't put that thing down for like a week straight until they like made us get off of it. It was uh it was amazing. Oh. I mean, and like I said, that was anytime there was you know from that point on, anytime there was uh, another console, you know, it was like that was the big expected present i guess <laughs> yeah for sure now, now you mentioned like super mario brothers 2 like was that some of the was that one of the the main games that you guys played or were there others on the nes that you were real stoked about um honestly mostly the mario games are the ones uh we played a lot of i mean uh at least on on nintendo obviously on other systems it, it branched off from there but originally on like the nintendo and snes it was mostly that uh there was a couple of other games, but I mean, nothing that I, I truly have good memories of, like, like I do with Mario. Got you. Got you. So I know for me, like, I mean, I got my NES when I was like, you know, six, right? So I was, I was pretty young. I have tons of good memories with that, but I really feel like the Super Nintendo, by the time I was like, a, you know, almost teenager, like 11, 12, 13, around, around that, around that age, those are some of the games that really, really stick with me. Super Metroid, Super Mario World, Street Fighter 2, Killer Instinct. I mean, just to just to name a few. W- what system do you feel like for you was kind of that, like, just like, that's the, the maybe the most nostalgia, you know? Oh, yeah. For me, I mean, so the Super Nintendo really kind of catapulted me into it. But then the first system I had in my room uh, was the N64. And that, I mean, God, I I spent countless nights staying up all night playing games on there, and that that's definitely hands down has the most memories for me. It was in '64, uh, the greatest collection of games that I remember. I mean, just playing with friends, everything, hands down. So we were talking before the show, and and I, I mean, I'm sure you played the the staples, Mario Kart, Goldeneye, you know. Mario 64, oh, yeah. which I didn't play until like two years ago. I finally beat it for the first time. Um, oh so, yeah, I know. Go ahead. You can, you can, uh, you can judge <laughs> me. It's on. all good. It's for all shame. good. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, but we were talking ahead of time about a game called Ogre Battle, right? Oh yeah. And here's what's funny. You triggered so many memories for me when you mentioned this game that I had to fire up a YouTube video and go back and watch. And it was like, I spent hours playing Ogre Battle on the Super Nintendo and kind of had just forgotten about it until you until you said that. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, and this is not anybody that knows me that's listened to this show for a while is like, what? They're, they're all they're all literally saying what he played Ogre Battle. Some people probably don't even know what Ogre Battle is, but I mean, it was like right. a strategy kind of JRPG like turn based. But as I'm rewatching the gameplay, I'm like, I loved this. Like I played, I, I couldn't put it down. I could not put it down. So um, yeah, it was like one of those first games I really nailed down, sinking a ton of time into it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about it. Like what was the, like some people may not even know what Ogre Battle 64 is. It's a very expensive game to go back and try to get now. It's it's a not a cheap game to have in your collection. What uh, break it down a little bit and, and ha- what drew you in? um okay so it was like really my first true experience with like anything fantasy really and there was just something about the amount of things you could do in it the amount of customization the amount of like the or, uh also like the storyline for some reason the storyline really drew me in um i mean 
the writing was great. Um, even though, you know, obviously the graphics were a lot of it were illustrations. Um, and mm-hmm. obviously, you know, they weren't anything groundbreaking graphics wise, but the way they, it, I don't know, there was just a certain style to it that I just could not put it down. I loved the characters. There was a sense of, the other thing was there was a huge sense of replayability because there were different endings. Um, there were different units you could level up. So there was just all kinds of fun, nerdy stuff you could get into and go back and do again and find out better ways how to do it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I wish uh, like hearing that, like I wish I had picked this game up back in the day. Right. Like I've, I, I would have, I, I would have loved it. I loved, and I think there was maybe two of them on the super Nintendo from the, from the sounds of it. Like there was just ogre battle and then something about a black queen or something like that also. Yeah, there was uh well because it was kind of trying I think it was trying to compete with Final Fantasy at the time. I see. Um and so they had like the tactics version and then they had March of the Black Queen. One was like <clears throat> kind of free roaming, less about the story and then like one was more about the story, so. I see. Got you. Yeah, so I'm I'm a little bit a little bit bummed that I missed it on the uh on the 64, but that's pretty that's that's pretty cool that you were so you were so into it. So, uh I mean Let's just let's just find out. Is the sixty four like that's the that's that's your pinnacle gaming? That's the that's your favorite system out of all the handhelds. Everything sixty four is where it's at for you. I mean, yeah, I it it probably has to be the N sixty four just because of purely on the amount of time mm-hmm. I spent on that system. Um, obviously, I had tons of fun on the the pretty much every Game Boy from the original to. Um, I think the last one I was into is the 3DS or something like that. I don't remember to be completely honest, but yeah, I mean, besides uh, I did, I mean, I played a ton of Pokemon obviously, but uh, as far as systems go, it's definitely the N64. Got it. Let's talk a little bit about Pokemon. I've recently started getting more into Pokemon. I've, I've scored some crazy deals at, at garage sales with like soul silver and pearl and diamond and, uh, I mean, getting them for like, like five or 10 bucks each, you know, like really, really cheap. And actually just, just put out a video on TikTok saying, help me pick the starter for soul silver. I just wiped the game clean, the, the save that was on there and, yeah. and, and started, uh, I'm going to start, start a fresh run, but I got to see the, see how many different votes, votes I get. But was it, was it, uh, you know, blue and red that, that you got started on? Yeah, I mean, I, <clears throat> I, uh, I think it was, re- yeah, it was red. That was my first game, and then I got yellow after that. But I, yeah, red was the first one I took all the way through. I, I loved Charizard, and so that was the, that was literally the only reason I picked up red. <laughs> I, no, I get it, and I mean, how, like, how old were you when you when you got into this series? Oh man, um, I mean, I was young. I it must have been like. Nine or ten? I don't know. I, okay. I can't remember exactly, but it was somewhere in there. Did you like go to the movie and watch the cartoon and and all that stuff? Oh yeah, I, I actually. <laughs> it's so dumb too. The thing that I remember most about the movie is we went with a group of friends, and um, <laughs> the like the cool kid of our friend group, you know, cried during the Ash scene, so we all got to make fun of him for that. But that, uh, you remember when Ash got turned to stone by? I think it was Mewtwo or something like that. I've never seen a movie, so I don't know. Oh my goodness! Get out of here, John. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he 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 cried during that scene. That that's probably my favorite memory about that movie. That's <laughs> hilarious. I love that. That's great. 
That's great. So here's what's kind of fun for me is is talking with people that are that are a little bit younger and their connection to Pokemon, I feel, is very similar to my connection with like Super Mario Brothers. A little, a little bit younger, a <laughs> little bit, a little bit younger, but or a lot of bit younger. I don't know. So um, I, I just I find it interesting because there is such a huge nostalgia pull for that series for people. Right. And for, for me getting back into it, I look at the game and I'm like, it's kind of rudimentary a little bit. Like it's, you know, you can tell it was designed, it was designed for kids, but then they're, they've continued to add layers and layers and layers. And I played through, I was 19 when I played through yellow, right? I had a game boy, a green game boy color. Um, I was newly married and I remember playing through, playing through Pokemon yellow, you know, all, all the way through. And I was like, okay, cool. I got it out of my system. I thought it was great, but I didn't have that draw to like continue on with the series. Right. Like it just, I was playing games like perfect dark, you know? And it was like, I just like, that yeah, I, that's where I wanted to put most of my time was in, was in shooters and stuff. But, um, but, but now I'm, I'm, I'm getting more into it and I can, I can appreciate the series more, but I like hearing the stories of, you know, maybe somebody gets a game boy and they get red or they get blue or, or I, what it's like crystal. I was looking at them, I was looking at them last night on my, on the eShop on the DS. Like, yeah, you know, there's, there's quite a few that you can go, you can go back to. So uh, do you have a favorite game in that series? Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I really liked gold and silver. I, I think it was, uh, I think it was gold that I played. I mean, I had both of them actually. No, no, it was silver. Um, I played, a ton of silver. Um, I, I don't know what it was about that game, but I I just I played it a lot. I I that um, was one of the few because I'm not really like a like an achievement hunter or an un, you know care to maximize out a game or anything. But that game, I, I think I did pretty much everything you could do in that one for whatever reason. Gotcha. Just one of those weird things that I did yeah. out of out of the ordinary. No, I get it. I get it. Did you? So I'm, I'm actually holding a pokey Walker right now that I just happened to get like, you know, I bought a box of games from like somebody and this was in the bottom of it, right? It was dead. And, and I was like, well, I'm not even really into Pokemon, but it's Nintendo related. So I'm going to keep it. Well, I just changed the batteries in this thing yesterday and it, it works like you can catch wow. Pokemon <laughs> on it, right? Like the, I'm like, okay, this is actually kind of cool. Did you have any of these like these crazy like accessories or anything, you know, back in the day? Um, I didn't have um, the Nintendo Walker. I remember wanting that one, actually, though. Um, but the reason I didn't get it was because I had one of those old like Tamagotchis or whatever. Oh, right, right. I get um, it. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't they weren't going to give me both that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. I mean, I, you know, they're still doing this kind of stuff, right? With the Pokeballs that came out for uh, Let's Go. Like, I, I think it's great. I think it's, I think it just adds to the overall uh, immersion and experience of the game. So, so I'm all about oh, it. But, sure. um, so Pokemon's one of the favorites. I mean, that's the hard question. Are you ready? Okay. Are I'm you ready? Okay. And I have a, f- I'll ask this broad and then I'll be a little more specific depending on the answer I get. But what game, what, what's a Nintendo game that you haven't played or haven't completed that we are all going to judge you for? Oh, um, and you got, you got the Zelda series, you got any of the Mario games, you know, 
What's a staple Nintendo title that, that Vonnie has missed or didn't complete? Does it matter if it's new or old? No. It, I mean, um, you can, if you say Breath of the Wild, I may end the show right now, but... <laughs> you get out of my head because that's literally the one I was about to bring up. And I, I really want to... I really did want to finish that, but like I, I was... Uh, I was really into it. Like I was getting very into it. Mm-hmm. And um, that was kind of when content creation kind of started getting serious uh, on it. And uh, it just wasn't what I was playing for content at the time. So I just kind of dropped it and just haven't gone back and finished it. I think my kids are actually further in it than I ever. Got, so. Oh yeah. There's definitely judgment happening right now. That's uh, what's your, <laughs> what's your Twitter? So everybody can tweet at you. Oh my god! Everything's spelled the same. <laughs> it's at Vonnie Suggs. All right, guys. So go yep. ahead and tweet at him to finish Breath of the Wild. Or if you're on TikTok, just make a TikTok. Just you know, telling <laughs> Vonnie, like tag Vonnie in a TikTok saying, "Hey, you need to you need to finish Breath of the Wild. It's it's yeah. it's a must." It is I know a must. it's a great game. I, I definitely need to. <laughs> so I also like to talk a little bit about content creation. And how has that been for you? What's the journey been like for you doing, uh, you know, making videos and, and, and doing TikToks, all that stuff? Um, it's been a lot of fun, man. Uh, I, I definitely kind of I've kind of, you know, plateaued out here the last week or so and had to kind of refine my drive because it's easy to let the numbers, you know, kind of dictate how you're feeling. But I think I, I, I'm getting back into just enjoying it again. Um but I've learned a lot, man. Like one thing I always wanted to learn was uh, video editing. And that was one thing I lacked back when I originally tried to stream and whatnot, you know, quite a while ago. And um, that's been, I think, the most enjoyable part for me has been the editing. And I've actually been doing editing for, you know, other creators and stuff. And it's just been a lot of fun, you know, learning how to actually edit, you know, as close to professionally as possible without, you know, any actual training. You know what I mean? Yeah, and just that that honestly that's been the funnest part. School because of YouTube. Like, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's cool. What what advice could you would you give somebody that's maybe thinking about starting up or or you know, like you just talked about kind of hitting that plateau where sometimes we hit that wall and we um you know, it it happens I think it happens a lot especially with TikTok because it's one of those apps that it's like how come this video has a million views and this video has 60 what is what did i yeah. what did i do here and then it's this constant game of like well that i recorded with this but this one i recorded right here and that has text and this one doesn't and did I, this has right. gameplay this is you know and it's this constant like like struggle of of how do i you know how do i do it but what like what's some advice that you would give you'd give somebody in the in the game right now oh man i've got i could i have a book um Oh, are you writing this book? Because I'll help you get it out there. <laughs> I should, but I I mean I mean if we're talking specifically TikTok, sure. I feel like for for one, it is our best and worst like it's our best friend and also our worst enemy, right? Because mm-hmm. you could I mean, I have friends that are in the millions of followers and then they'll have a video that hits like a thousand views. And uh, there's not really a good explanation for it. Um right. but the only Literally, the and this is the dumbest piece of advice, but honestly, the, the only thing that is guaranteed to get your videos views is if you have good watch time. I have had, because I'm, a, you know me, I'm very number oriented. I like to look at numbers. I like to look at ratios. And I, I've, I've, uh, 
I, I've studied everything you can about the TikTok algorithm and everything I've read is BS. Like it, it's all about, it's a hundred percent about watch time. Obviously there's a, there's a tier system to like likes, shares, comments, and follows all that kind of stuff. But watch time is king because I've had terrible videos go viral. They had terrible interaction. Their percentages were awful mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. They should not have gotten the views they got. I've had got videos it. get a quarter million views with like 15,000 likes, which is a terrible ratio, but it still got the views because people were watching the video all the way through. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, at the end, they just didn't, they didn't like the fact that they watched all of it, but I mean, they still watched it. So if, if there's anything I can say is learn, um, learn how to do something called, Oh my God. Now I'm going to forget the phrase of it. Um, Oh gosh. I was in your head with Zelda, but I can't, I can't, I can't. (laughs) Um, It's basically like breaking, breaking the rhythm of your video. So like um, a pattern interrupt, there we go. A pattern interrupt Mm -hmm. is something I've studied and it's essentially something that actually uh, was originally or not originally, but something that Mr. Beast does really well. If obviously people know who Mr. Beast is mm-hmm. um, and all a pattern interrupt is, is basically rehooking someone throughout the video. Um, so you want your, obviously your initial hook. Um, and then sometime in the middle of your video, you need to rehook somehow, whether it's something happening in your gameplay or something happening in your pitch. And then obviously you have to have a punchline at the end because that punchline is going to get people to interact with your video. Um, and I used to be really good about formatting my videos like this, and I've kind of just not done it in a while. But that, I think, is the only way to guarantee um, somebody not only watching it, but then also interacting with it at the end is having a, a, a initial hook, a middle hook, and a punchline. And I think most most of the time, if they're good, obviously, they you know that's how you get maximum potential to go viral on something. I love it. That's great. That's great. Well, let's 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 come back to Nintendo. What are your thoughts on the Switch? You like this system? I know you have at least one, right? You've got you told me you play Smash, yep. a little bit of Mario Kart. You haven't you haven't jumped into Mario Kart with me yet, but one day. I actually I don't personally have Mario Kart. I used to play it with uh Kess. You know, you, yep. you've met Kess. Oh, yeah. Um he he's a big fan of yours, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Um, he killed me so many times yeah, in Among Us yesterday. <laughs> But uh, I used to play, we used to do like game nights here and there back when I lived uh, a little bit closer to him. Uh, and that's that's where I played Mario Kart. I, I don't actually own Mario Kart, but I love I do love the Switch in general. I think they've, I like that they've kept a lot of, you know, the Nintendo nostalgia, n- nostalgia even on their modern system. Mm-hmm. I do hope that they do start like what, whatever new system they do, I, I I hope they start making it a little more of a like to to keep up with some of the next gen stuff, you know, um, like rather it be, you know, better, better graphics or whatever they decide to do. I just want to keep I, I hope they stay in the race because, you know, they, they, they have fallen behind a little bit, but I think their their niche is their niche is really good. And, and I do love what they do. And they, they have a lot of. Uh, you know, just a lot of that nostalgia shine to it. And it's a lot of fun to, to play certain games on there. I want to, I want to break that down a little bit. Like what, what is the ideal Nintendo console for you? Um, I would love to see them get better about their multiplayer aspect of things, because if you've ever 
I mean, I'm sure you have obviously played with people online. Like Mario Kart's not bad. Obviously, it's it's got a decent system. But like, you know, even just connecting with somebody on Pokemon um, or Animal Crossing, none of it is intuitive. None of it feels natural. Um, it's always very clunky and very dated feeling when it comes to multiplayer on most of their games. Um, I would love to see them, you know, do better in that regard because the other systems and PC and everything else has really done a good job of streamlining multiplayer for the most part. Um, so I'd love to see Switch catch up in that regard. I think that would do wonders for their, you know, their platform. So, so you want to see them move move it off of an app on their phone and move it into the into the console itself? Yeah, something integrated, something intuitive, <laughs> and something that would be easy to pick up because like. Well, because I mean, like even like uh, so like Animal Crossing, for instance, right? Like you have to go get your island code and then invite like just give me a friends list and let me invite someone to my island. It should be intuitive. It should be easy. And I think a lot more people, you know, it would it would make it a lot more user friendly and more people would pick it up. It it Yeah, the, there's there are things, especially like Animal Crossing, the dialogue that takes place between, you know, you and Orville or whatever. Like it's like, yeah. and if you hit one wrong button, you get to start over and it's like, oh, exactly. no, not again. <laughs> Not again, you know, so, so yeah, that, that, that definitely happens, but but let's talk a little bit more about like, would you like to see them be more on like the, the bleeding edge? Like, like, do you think there's room in the market if, if, you know, the switch was trying to compete, uh, with the same like market share that, that PlayStation and Xbox, you know, do, do you think, because and the re- here here's something to think about is the the 3ds was like close to being a 10 year old system that was like Nintendo's workhorse like it kind of kept them afloat you know for the longest time right. in the in the grand scheme of things resolution 240 right like frame rates yeah what's a frame rate on the ds you know and then 3d which was kind of a failed technology and they they slowly went went away with it and yet it still sold well the 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 install base and the the amount of games that sold on that system you know kind of unreal really and and it kept nintendo going but would you prefer to see nintendo trying to compete with and and it's okay if the answer is yes like i'm 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 really curious (laughs) no actually i don't think they should directly compete i think um with the way cross-platforming cross-platform is evolving i think they should always have you know one foot into that market though so like for instance have have it capable to play warzone i mean you know Mm -hmm. uh, obviously they did it with fortnite but that was only because fortnite you know is very you know, easy to uh, put on a system like the switch, but I just want to see them maybe up the performance specs so that it is there. And one thing I'd actually really like to see them do is um, maybe make a leap into the mobile gaming because the mobile gaming industry is not, not only is it huge, but I mean, Nintendo already fits in there. They had, you know, a huge history in mobile, you know, they were the original mobile gaming. So I would love to see them, you know, make a return to that, but stop making a system for it and start, you know, integrating into cell phones. Like cell phones are not going away, obviously. They're only going to get more prevalent. And honestly, mobile gaming is probably, unfortunately, the the future of not only gaming, but content and everything else. They need to be diving into that. I mean, 
some of the biggest games this year are mobile battle royales and stuff like that. Um, and I think Nintendo has all the tools to make that happen. I just would love to see them, you know, dive deeper into that. Cause like they've been kind of dabbling in it, but most of them have been very uh, crap versions of good games. And I would love to see them dive full on into it, do like a full dev team and actually release some really sweet games on cell phone. That would be awesome. I mean, they have a they have a handful of games, right? They've got Mario Run, they've got Pokemon Go, they've got Fire Emblem, they've got Animal Crossing, Mario Kart. Right, and I think Pogo was the step in the right direction. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as much backlash as that game got, I think I think that is the direction they need to go in with a lot of their stuff, though. Not just like why not why not release an actual? Not that Pogo isn't an actual Pokemon game, but you know what I mean. Like more of a more like they did with fire or or not fire <laughs> sword and shield sorry you said fire yeah <laughs> no i got you yeah yeah um but yeah i mean more stuff like that i mean it would be great like because they 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 got to start i don't know i i feel like they do rely heavily on nostalgia right now and eventually that generation is going to either move on from gaming or die and uh Wow. I, was like, that, did you just, I, wow. I mean, I'm part of that generation too, first of all. But, that feels like mean, a personal attack right for there. The, for the future of it, like the, you just can't rely on nostalgia forever. Like I feel like I would like to see them get a little more innovative. Obviously, every now and again they release new stuff, but I would just love to see them, you know, keep trying new things. Because like I feel like the Switch was a huge win, but maybe step it up again and have the specs a little bit higher so that if there is a big opportunity for a cross platform game, they're ready for it. And I think that's going to become more prevalent and I'd like to see it. So I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but Mario 3d all-stars came out. I believe it's the top selling game for 2020. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I believe. I mean, and I think animal crossing, I think it surpassed animal crossing. I think I don't, again, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's up there. So they know, and it's not even the game could have had a lot of extra love HD remakes to these games, whatnot. Right. And then they, they, it probably would have like maybe really, really done who knows what kind of numbers. Cause there were some people that were like, ah, I've got these games already. I'm not going to repurchase them. But then they also did that scarcity factor where they're like, you know what? We're only going to make this available for a certain amount of time. So now that right. nostalgia mixed with FOMO and you've got people opening their wallets left and right. Some people buying multiple copies. Guilty, right? I have one unopened <laughs> and one that I've played. And I'm tempted to buy it digitally just so that I have it digitally because it's going away digitally uh, the same time. And so if if i'm if i'm understanding you correctly the type of games that you are more into warzone battle royales and we got apex coming but how's it going to run and i mean right now is fortnite the is the best place to play it on switch no if you can if you have multiple ways to play games right if you have a pc you've got a playstation you've got the switch the switch is really your first party system 
for the most part, right? Now, I'm playing Fortnite on it just because that's where I have other friends playing. I'm playing handheld on the couch. My wife is all of a sudden into it. We're playing till like two o'clock in the morning some some nights, you know, like after all the after all the work's done and the kids are in bed, we're we're playing we're playing Fortnite like like crazy people. Right. But no, and I and, and I love that. But I'm also playing on a tiny screen compared to like, you know, my monitor or whatever. But it, the convenience of it is is also a factor. Right. And right. so it, it's cool. No, exactly. And uh, honestly, that but that's that's also what I mean as far as like I would love to see them, you know, go into the mobile gaming industry like full like head first and just see what happened because I, I think they would make a, a pile of money at it, honestly. Um, so when you say like when you say mobile, let me let, I want to I want to break it down a little bit and just make sure I understand. But like if. I mean, do you consider Fortnite like a mobile game? Like, I mean, they have a mobile version, sure, so technically. And and for a while, the 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 Switch was pretty much teamed up with uh, mobile players, right? Those were the two. Like, if you played your Switch, you were playing with mobile players and other Switch players. So, if if Call of Duty Mobile came over, is that more like kind of what you're talking about? Or when you say mobile, are you saying release a full? A, a full version of Pokemon on the phone so that I don't have that, to buy the hardware. I, I think that because not only, I mean, I mean, everybody, I mean, there's so many people that probably don't even own systems anymore that literally, I mean, there's so many people that play strictly on their phone and I guarantee most of them have a history with Nintendo. So, I mean, if they released some like, I mean, even if they just recoded, you know, they brought out like Soul Silver or something again for cell phones put it on the app store play store and all that stuff i mean they would make money hand over fist um you know doing something like that and i i i, I don't know i think it would be a, a great market for it because most people are used to playing i mean hell there there's so many people that emulate it on cell phone already and i know we had to talk about emulators but the uh there's there's interest is what I'm saying. There's a lot of interest there, and I, it's the perfect platform for a lot of their video games already. So I think it would be an easy translation. I wonder, seeing the, you know, just the the way the the gaming sphere is is changing, if it wouldn't be a good idea for like the Pokemon company to say, hey, five bucks a month get you access to all your Pokemon games on, on mobile, right? Up to a certain point, right? Like up, up until like, maybe they wouldn't put the switch games on there, but everything up until the, the DS, I don't know. I don't know if they would work with the dual screen, you know, because of, because of the issues on the, on the dual screen, but maybe you actually play those instead of your phone being horizontal, you play it vertically. And now you could have both those screens that'd be about the same size as the DS. And then, you know, you'd have, you'd have access to a pretty vast library because you could also include some of the, uh, um, some of the, the, the offshoot games like the mystery dungeon and, and, and some right. of those as well. Right. So I don't know. It's an interesting thought. So, um, well, Hey, Bonnie, thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. I appreciate we We just decided to do this like last minute, like last night he was like, Hey, <laughs> yeah. we keep talking about doing the podcast. So I'm like, yeah, how about tomorrow? He's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do it. So, so here we are. We did it. Uh, where can people find you? 
uh, everything Vonnie Zugs, just same spelling. Uh, I, it's all reason I picked the names because it was available everywhere. So just Vonnie Zugs on it, everything. <laughs> got it. Got it. Cool. Very cool. All right. Well, guys, you know, you can find me everywhere at N64 Josh. And uh, again, you want to pick up my book? n64josh.com slash another castle you want me to read it to you n64josh.com slash audible if you've never signed up for audible it's free go and check it out i'd really appreciate it uh again the amazon store that i've set up especially with the holiday seasons coming i get a lot of people always asking me like hey what's good games for kids what what should i get this i'm setting this up as a resource for you so Go go and I'm updating it regularly with with items that I that I recommend and, and items that I use myself. So that's n64josh.com slash Amazon. We have the regular show coming tomorrow. I don't know exactly who's I know crawlers around. I'm not sure what, what Eric's up to yet. So we'll see. If if it's happening with Eric, I think it'll be another early show, kind of like this one. So you can stay tuned. Uh to the discord for that n64josh.com slash discord come hang out over there always lots of uh lots of uh lots of fun uh someone in chat's trying to put the link hit exclamation point store it'll pull the it'll pull the link up for you so there you go patuli's on it she knows she knows so uh thank you guys so much for listening we are slowly coming up on episode 300 we're gonna have something something very special planned for that and uh again vani Thank you, man. Seriously, it was it was good chatting about Ogre Battle and kind of looking back on some of those uh, some of those old games. It's my favorite, you know. Yeah, anytime, man. Of course. You know, I, got, I do have one more quick question. When you do play sure. Mario Kart, who do you play as? Oh man, <laughs> Wario. <laughs> Wario. Yeah, I love it, dude. I love it. That's, that's my guy on everything. That's great on everything. Smash too. Uh, a little less on Smash, but like on Mario Party, <laughs> anything that like he's an option. Yep. <laughs> Got you. Got you. That is great. That is great. All right, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye now. <laughs>